and welcome back to Real Life Murder Mystery. This is an update on the NBKC bank situation. You likely already know that they are involved in a very sophisticated murder attempt on me. A quick reminder, what happened is that uh, I got stalked into a horror room because after a death hunt has been ordered on me in 2020, I got hacked out of all of my bank accounts and ever since I'm trying to get them back. And that would be Chase Capital One TCF Bank. And by the way, thank you so much for your generous donations of nearly or over, meanwhile, $500,000. This has all been stolen. The gang stalkers have stolen all of your donations from GoFundMe and PayPal. All these named organizations have lost their banking license, but it just, I don't know how long this is going to take. The first banks have put up spoofed sites, and here's how you can easily see that. Just enter Traceroute into your browser, into your search engine, and uh, you will find tools that allow you to check which IP's uh, web address travels or resolves. I'm not a technical person. All I know is if you see DigitalOcean or some other low-quality strange providers, then this is not your bank. The Bank for International Settlements has begun to reverse fraudulent transactions and they go back as far as they can. But uh, I'm here in a homeless shelter now with less than a dollar and I do not know how long it takes until I get my accounts back and if I survive it, honestly. Um, I urgently need a ton of things that I cannot buy with all this money on my accounts. The CIA has infiltrated a virtual machine where they communicate. It's not just that they stream every stalking call of their victims and every stalking chat. They too get streamed. So even if they communicate via a different uh, technology, someone also streams that on their virtual machines and the CIA sees that. I don't have proof personally for everything I'm sharing right now. For instance, I cannot personally prove that someone from NBKC offered 3500 to a fake police person for not taking my theft complaint. And that was at uh, District 2. Just have a listen to the last or second last episode. The Milwaukee police is overrun by gang stalkers and you will see uh, what I'm talking about. But NBKC has also offered 400,000 of my second account that the people can split it if they refuse, the local bank stalkers refuse to either open an account for me or cash in my cashier's check. That I can make plausible and believable because I have uh, called, I have live streamed my calls to, I don't know, 30, 40 or more banks, credit unions, currency exchanges. And uh, that's just, you know, that just makes it really likable that this uh, really happened. If you can reach out to the CIA, just not maybe to the receptionist. But uh, rest assured that law enforcement, even though they are so heavily targeted, is looking for these people for way over two decades. MBKC had discussed, and this is, I cannot personally prove that, they have discussed the timing of when they will block my debit card. And here's what happened. So my rent for a horror room is prepaid for this whole year from my Chase account that they hacked me out of. But it is paid. 
and uh, I didn't get evicted. All right, you know what? I'll just skip that for now because it is mentioned in so many other episodes. So what happened is within three days on day one, my Google voice number has been deleted by these stalkers and uh, in the Amazon chat where all of these stalkers uh, also are. This is a spoof version of the Amazon system where they have 500 to 1,000 people at all times. They just change, you know, when they die or when they likely also end up in a homeless shelter or mental facility or jail whatsoever. And uh, they've discussed this there. On the next day, MBKC blocked my debit card and they said that it was about a fraudulent charge. What happened is that I tried to buy a game on Steam like a very common purchase, I would constantly buy games there. And normally you would get a text message and it says, did you just initiate this transaction? And then you just uh, text back, yes, and that's it. But instead, um, they blocked my card and there is uh, there are four now, four recordings of conversations with NBKC where you can hear ridiculous things such as they say now, and this very same debit card has been unblocked before, but they say this is hard-carded and it cannot be unblocked. Then on day three, I got fake evicted by two persons in a sheriff costume. There's a video also on, of these two clowns on this website. Apparently, they didn't have paperwork. How could they have paperwork? There was no court trial. I got served with a forged court document and I was really happy because I have more on them than they have on me, but nobody showed up to this court date, which was an in-person date and the case didn't even exist. Just like the last fake case where the court said on the record that it didn't exist, this also didn't exist in the system. Only after they thought they had killed me, now the same number is somehow in the system, but uh, the date would be in, I don't know, in, in, in six or eight days and it would be a Zoom hearing. So that's going to be exciting because now I can also, if I find a way to pay this $20 fee, um, I can upload my evidence there. Keep in mind at this time I had long issued uh, for stalking and all sorts of things, a request for settlement to Baylor Rentals. Baylor Rentals, though, is not the owner of this house, so they cannot evict anyone, really. So, as I said, it is a very sophisticated murder attempt. If you follow my content for longer, you already know about this fake APN that they force on the phones of Lifeline provider. And uh, I can prove that with these phones, you do not reach 911, you do not reach the police or the FBI. And to my knowledge, also not the fire department. I just haven't tried that. So I'm sure if you just want to call, you know, your hairdresser or something that this call gets through, it's only institutions that would help you, that would pose a risk for them. They forced me out. I called and they took my key. Even though my rent is fully paid for this whole year, there was no court date. Shannon Baylor was an impersonator. This is a woman and she would not evict me because she knows that I have paid. I have paid directly to Baylor Rental and Baylor Rental doesn't own this house. So it is really a clown show, but apparently it is a repetitive clown show um, because you can look up uh, for yourself how many cases Baylor Rental has without being the owner of this house. So that is a little strange and interesting. I was put out of this 
which was just I was half naked. I wasn't even properly dressed because I didn't expect to uh, leave this house. And uh, they took my key. I called 911 five times or more, and they refused to send a police car. Even though I said there is an active death threat, there is a fake eviction, and I need help, they refused to send a car. And the 911 calls do not show up in my SIM card history. The only way you can see them is that I had a call recorder, and when I tried to call 911 again, it registered these calls. Then I tried to call the Milwaukee police about four times. I didn't reach the Milwaukee police. Every time I had a gang stalker on the line, and you probably already are also used to this typical pattern of just wasting your time, giving useless information, and they stream that on their gang stalker and server. And they think that's funny to listen to it because they are very, very sick degenerates. Then I tried to reach the FBI. Same story. I only had a gang stalker on the line. And I remember that in the death hunt in 2022, the West Ellis police had helped me. So I called the West Ellis police. I tried to get them to send out a car. They didn't do that. But they transferred me to the Milwaukee police. And this saved my life because it was the only time I had police on the line. Otherwise, I would have stood there in the heat with a phone that doesn't work, with a blocked debit card, and nowhere to go. But then the police came by, the Milwaukee police. What really disappointed me is, well, then again, there were several gang stalkers on site, and I, I kid you not, one was even standing on the roof, and the police must have seen at least four or five of them. Maybe they overestimated the danger, because these people don't shoot you in the head. They do what they do to me. And then you die from no money, you know. It was agreed that the police uh, comes back. They brought me into the CRC then for a lack of better alternative. And this is going to be a separate topic, but not for this episode. And uh, from there, I got forced into a homeless shelter with all this money on my accounts. Again, NBKC Bank promised 400000 of my money to the group who I mean, it's not normal that 40 or more institutions refuse to open an account for you or uh, cash in your check before they have even seen the, the check. You can listen on Facebook Live, and I might also post it in an article so that it's easier for you to find because it was via several days. And then you can listen to all the ridiculous statements yourself. And it is very obvious that most of them didn't even know what a cashier's check is because they're stalkers, not bankers. NBKC, on the record, admitted they claim that uh, they only see one account in my name, but there are two accounts in my name. Every real banker can see that, and the Bank for International Settlements has confirmed that too. And when in doubt, I trust the Bank for International Settlements, the superior panel, oversight panel, more than I trust a random stalker bank. Yeah, so both of my accounts are open. And uh, NBKC on the record claimed that they will close my account. And they named as a reason that I reported a fraudulent Skype transaction. And uh, this was a fraudulent transaction. And there's an article if you just uh, search for Skype, you will find it. This is typically not a reason to close your account. At this time, NBKC Bank had already lost their banking license and their ability to perform such transactions. 
but they still claim they closed my account. Then another payment came in that was days after my account was allegedly closed, 3,500 euros. This is also on the record. I think in this call, for some reason, you only hear my voice, not the voice of the stalker banker. And he claimed, yes, that he had closed my account and then he had opened my account again just to make sure that I get the money from the Skype dispute. So apparently it was then open again. And he claims that he returned the 3,500, he said dollars. I don't think he even has access to the banking system because it was a euro transaction. That would be more like 3,700, 750 dollars that he had returned it to the sender. He's not able to do that. And the Bank for International Settlements today confirmed to me that there is this account with over 500,000 and there is this account with around five, 4,500 because I couldn't, how can this account even be closed if I cannot cash in my cashier's check? That's less than $800. They just tried to steal the rest, you know, um, but um, nobody accepted this check. So this is a guaranteed check. The money is still on my account because my account is not closed. And I'm really desperate at this point. And now they sent me an idiotic letter from a fake lawyer. you got to look it up on the website. You also see my response where they want me to remove my content on them. For instance, that phone calls, and I get it. I mean, they incriminate themselves. So I understand that they want this gone. I will certainly not delete anything, especially calls that begin with, this call will be recorded for quality assurance. Well, then you record it too, right? What's the problem? I'm normally careful not to breach people's privacy, but in, if it is a murder attempt on me, then the gloves are off like that. And it is so apparently a lawyer impersonator. And then, you know, right? I At least I've mentioned it. So you already know that they like to do this blackmail like they did with my husband, Martin, too. He has never created any social media profiles. They just do it to say, oh, we know who you are and how you look. On the website of this fake lawyer firm is an image that is based on the real life wife of the BlackRock leader. Again, they just do that as blackmail to say, because these people just like to stay in the shadow a little bit, and they are not evil like the public often thinks. The opposite is true. They are the ones hunting these uh, Illuminati, uh, but they are targeted too. And uh, yeah, that's just one of the many examples where you can easily see that there is, and you can easily see that. And now I put out uh, the real image too, and you can compare it. One of their alleged employees at this fake lawyer firm is based on the image of the wife of the BlackRock leader. It's also just, oh, we know who you are kind of thing. In no country in this world would anyone even attempt this. But now we're in America. And again, here's my call to any country, please, anyone, someone help me out of this hellhole of a country. I've shared this information with Homeland Security yesterday. And I tag uh, because, you know, you can reach them via phone. And uh, at least District 2, you don't even have to go there in person to the police. 
it's very difficult to reach any law enforcement right now. So that Twitter is currently the most effective measure really to share information so everyone knows it. MBKC Bank, which you can easily see now, runs a spoofed version of their website. All of the transactions they might uh, initiate uh, are going to be reversed, are going to bounce. They are not able to close my account, but they still on the record state they did, even though Another bozo has admitted also on the record that the $3,500 arrived days after they said they closed my account. I also haven't heard of the Skype issue um, because they say that they reopened my account so that I do not lose the Skype uh, fraud of the $40 or what. So if you have any idea, please also feel free to share this content widely especially with law enforcement. This is really going too far. This is how all of these people die. And I'm just lucky that I'm the first who's able to get all of this information out of you, out to you. I'm not the only one this is happening to. For instance, my Chase account is also taken. And if you read, uh, for instance, Mercola, that he got debanked and his staff and his family, that is not accurate. It's just the only thing he can put out uh, without it getting deleted. This is just where the nerd stalkers are really good. Internet, phone, customer service. And with that, they create this nightmares for you. But Mercola also didn't receive his money back. Mercola might not be in my situation, so he's not in a homeless shelter and he can probably still buy food. But he's also one of the many people that have been stalked out of their bank accounts because, as always, the longer you look, the more everything comes down to organized crime. And nerd crime is as deadly as other crime. That said, it would be, if the law enforcement could be bothered to, much, much easier to get a hold of them. The U.S. Army is going after these stalkers and they are, they don't do headcounts. If they would do headcounts and not use group accounts and the same voice changer, plenty of them just use the same voice changer. It's impossible for them to know how many they are and if some went missing. Because to my knowledge, about 70% are already gone. But they keep saying, I will not get my bank accounts back as long as still one of them is alive. And this is a race against time. And I just hope that the U.S. Army is going to race faster. I cannot even afford a forwarding order with USPS. So I don't even know if checks are sent my way or whatnot, how I could even receive them. Well, all right, that was that for today. That's, um, oh no, there was just one more call today with NBKC where they tell me I demanded to speak to a banker, not customer service, and they tell me to reach out to their attorney, which is a fake attorney, and I already left messages on his voicemail that he didn't answer, and I mean, you know, if he still has an active brain cell, he will avoid a conversation and I also made clear that I share everything, every word they say with law enforcement. I also immediately uploaded uh, their ridiculous letter and my response. So no, if you want to murder me, then just do so publicly. They make so many mistakes that I really hope that I'm still going to win this race against time. If there's anything you can do, please do it. And rest assured, this is not just my problem. 
This is the problem of over 500 people per month, every month that die, 95% in America. All right, until next time. Bye-bye.